Hey girl, welcome back to the Girl God's Got You podcast. It has been quite a long time since I last posted a podcast episode, and it's actually been quite a long time since I had a consistent schedule with podcasting. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. Today we're going to be giving you an update on what's going on in my life, what's going to be new for this next chapter of Girl God's Got You, and kind of the the next phase and the next vision and idea for what this podcast has in store. But before we get into all that, I just want to give a quick introduction to those of you that maybe are just clicking on this podcast for the first time, or maybe you haven't listened in a while and you want a little update, but just to introduce myself, my name is Isabel Clausen. I'm 22 years old. I primarily live in Arizona, and I also travel to Idaho for work, and I am a financial advisor. So those are kind of the three main things I introduce myself to people. Uh, On a little bit more of a personal note, I am a Christian. I really care about friends and family. And my main goal in life is to help people and encourage them and make them feel important. Whether that's in my job with finances, whether that is with my friends and family or my boyfriend, whether that's with just random people I meet and want to, you know, give them an encouraging word. I I really try to make it my life mission to make people feel important. And that's something I want to work on more and more every single day. My hobbies include cooking healthy food, working out, planning fun events for my friends. I love planning trips with my boyfriend, fun activities with my friends, my boyfriend, my family. I absolutely love crafts, sewing, creating gifts for people. I love to organize. I love to clean. Sometimes I feel like I'm 15 years old and sometimes I feel like I'm 45 years old. But those are some of the hobbies that I love. Also, I really do love writing. I love podcasting, creating things. Um, I just really love working on life-giving activities. And one of the main reasons I wanted to create this podcast is because I wanted to encourage young women to remember that God's got them no matter what. I started this podcast in December of 2019 used to be really consistent with it, and then life got really busy. I started studying for a big financial exam, and I recently passed the exam last week. So now I have much more time to work on one of my passion projects, that being this podcast. And the main reason I started this podcast almost two years ago was because, like I shared earlier, I wanted to help young women realize that no matter what stage of life they are going through, no matter what circumstance, no matter what scenario, good or bad, easy and simple or complex and difficult, that God is there for them no matter what and that He has a bigger plan and will provide infinitely more than we could ever imagine. I sometimes get so stuck in the present and so stuck thinking, okay, this is going on. It'll always be this way. It'll never get better. And then I just say, Isabel, don't think that because every time I felt that way, God has found a different strategy and a different course to take my life to keep his plan coming to fruition. And so I really wanted to make this podcast to encourage other women to realize that they don't have to worry as much. They could have self-confidence. They could have a strong self-worth because God is there for them no matter what. And that's still, of course, the main mission of this podcast. But I really want to kind of shape the idea of this podcast of me being able to share high quality, encouraging content, words, ideas, and new perspectives with you. This past year, I have grown a lot in my uh, mental health, in my relational health with loved ones. I've become um, 
like I'm knowing myself better, knowing my strengths and weaknesses, what things to work on, what things to continue with my talents. And one thing that actually did help me a lot was keeping my brain busy. I don't know if any of you out there are similar to me, but I overthink a lot and a lot of my friends also overthink. So I think it's definitely something that young women deal with. And one thing that would keep me from overthinking as much is just listening to podcast episodes. And the podcasts that I really loved the most were ones that were encouraging and lighthearted, but that they also shared quality messages. They encouraged me. They, you know, had Christian worldviews and perspectives in it, but they also shared different lifestyle tips and just good quality content that filled my mind with good things with productive things, with motivational things. Those are my favorite types of podcast episodes and shows. And I was thinking, wow, I want to create a podcast that offers the same level of quality to other listeners. So to kind of go off, of course, the main vision, that girl God's got you, I want this podcast to be something that you could listen to to take your mind off things, to maybe ground yourself and center yourself and calm you down. I want this podcast to be something you could focus on instead of overthinking and worrying as much. And every single time I post, I want to encourage you that God loves you, he has a plan for you, and you could confidently put your self-worth in him because he will provide a wonderful life for you. So that's the main way that the Girl God's Got You podcast is changing, the new perspective it has, and I'm going to be posting consistently every Tuesday. Now that I am finished with this huge exam, a lot more of my evenings are freed up to start working more on this podcast, interviewing people, creating new perspectives and sharing new ideas that will hopefully uplift you throughout the week. I want to post every single Tuesday. I feel like Tuesdays aren't super popular days for podcasts, but sometimes Tuesdays are the exact day where I need to listen to a quality podcast the most because it's the second day of the week. Sometimes I'm overwhelmed for the work week coming up, and that's what I want to post on Tuesdays for all you girls out there. Another way that this podcast is changing a little bit is I'm going to be having set ideas and topics in the intro. This is something I've worked on the entire time I've had this podcast, and I've been pretty inconsistent with it. But I really want to start having different sections every week where I share the same intro ideas. And so I have a handful of them. Every week we'll be sharing a quote of the week. We're going to be sharing a favorite of the week. We're going to be sharing a God's got you moment of the week. Kind of like a high or a low or something I've learned. We're going to be sharing one of my personal goals of the week because I want to definitely um, get to know you all better and have you get to know me better. And then a journal prompt of the week because journaling is something that has helped me so much in my walk with God and my walk with understanding myself better. And I think that would be a fun, unique activity for us all to take part in. So those are the five main intro topics that I'll be sharing in every episode. And then I'll just dive into the topic of the episode, whether it's an interview, whether it's something I want to share, whether it's um, tips, life lessons, stories, whatever it is. And this week's podcast episode, it's first, you know, an update on everything going on, what the next season of the Girl God's Got You podcast will look like. But the second part, more of the content that I want to talk about in today's episode, is three things I've learned about doing hard things. I'll be diving into that a little bit more later, but right now I want to hop into the five main topics for this week's intro. (laughs) 
Alrighty, so the first topic we're going to be diving into of the intro for this week is the quote of the week. And this quote is by a woman named Sheryl Sandberg. I believe she is an executive at Facebook. And I looked up some quotes and this one came up and I thought it was really good. And this really does tie into the whole topic today of doing hard things. So this quote says, Your life's course will not be determined by doing the things that are certain you can do. Those are the easy things. It will be determined by whether you try the things that are hard. And this quote just aligns with this podcast episode so well because you can do really well at the easy things, the simple tasks, but I truly believe that your work ethic is tested when you have a hard obstacle that you need to complete or a huge project that is difficult and complex that you need to finish. Life really does, your, your life's course is determined not by the things you know you can do, but it's determined by the things that you're not sure if you can do, but you do them anyway. And I really love this quote. I have this quote in a graphic form on the Girl God's Got You Instagram. The link to go to my Instagram page for the podcast is in the show notes below. So if you want to screenshot this quote or save the photo from Instagram, by all means, please do. Because it's a really motivational quote. And it just reminds us that we have to step out of our comfort zone if we truly want to accomplish big things in our life. And it actually will help us develop this resiliency to do even more hard things in life. So now I want to dive into the second part of the intro, which is the favorite of the week. And I don't want to share the favorites of the week because I want to be an influencer. That is not my goal with this podcast. But whenever I do listen to podcasts, it's fun to hear what the host really likes this week. And every week it's going to be something different for me. It'll be a worship song, a book, um, maybe some food, maybe it'll be an experience, maybe it'll be like clothing item, I don't know, just my things that I really have been liking the week and that they've been um, highlights of the week. So that's the reason I want to share this, just as something entertaining and fun, not because I want you to buy something and I, I definitely um, don't have affiliate links or anything like that, so don't think that I'm trying to do the full influencer thing. Not that that's bad, that's not my intent, it's mainly for entertainment and joyful purposes. So this week, I have three favorites. The first one is a worship song called As I Am by Hillsong, Young and Free. And some of my favorite lyrics from this song read, Oh Lord, you take me as I am. Over and over, you call me yours again. You see it all, you still want me. How you love me, how you love me. Your kindness and mercy remind me how you love me, how you love me as I am. I have the song linked in the show notes if you want to check it out. I really love this worship song. The lyrics speak to me really, really well. And I mainly love the idea that God will take us as we are. Yes, he'll transform us. Yes, he'll try to improve us and help us be better stewards of the talent he's given us. Help us be kinder, nicer, live out our purpose more, be more forgiving. God wants to improve us and make us better, but he will take us as we are and he will forgive us over and over again. And I think that's a wonderful way that we could view ourselves, start forgiving ourselves, take ourselves for who we are and just try to become better. And it's a way that we could approach forgiving other people, whether they are loved ones, friends, strangers, taking people for who they are and then deciding to love them, forgive them and spread God's light to them. So I hope you guys like that song of the week. Now I want to talk about um, another favorite of the week. Uh, the second favorite is a book I'm reading called The Monte Cristo. And this is a kind of a book club book that my boyfriend and I have together. 
I definitely want to start reading more and this last weekend I read a little bit of the book and it's just one of those books when you start reading you get in that flow you really really like it. I think this book has a lot of great imagery. I think that the way the author writes you can really see the scene before your eyes. There are a lot of different elements to the plot. There is adventure, there is romance, there is strategy and intelligence, there is history. It's overall just a high quality classic fiction book and I think if you're looking for a challenging read, this one's a good one and I'm excited to keep reading it and see where the rest of the story takes me and my boyfriend. All right, last favorite of the week is coffee. One of my favorite coffee combinations is a Starbucks Blonde Roast K-Cup with the Khalifa Farms Original Oat Milk. That combo is absolutely absolutely delicious. I've recently been loving my coffee warm. I don't like it piping hot. I like it warm. <laughs> but if you like cold coffee, they also make the Starbucks Blonde Roast iced coffee. You could just get, uh, I think it's, a, I don't know if it's a liter or a quart. They just get a kind of a big container of it in the refrigerator section at your local grocery store that mixed with that same oat milk is so delicious and also what I've been doing sometimes if I don't really want coffee I get some uh, just a green tea packet from Trader Joe's soak that in some hot water and then pour in that oat milk and it makes it so good so I really especially love the oat milk but specifically the Starbucks blonde roast coffee just is so smooth it has kind of a chocolatey flavor it smells really good when you make it in the morning or the afternoon and that's definitely, definitely, definitely been one of my favorites, not only for the week, but for many, many weeks. So now that we've talked about the favorites of the week, I hope it was entertaining and I'll link all the things in the show notes. I now want to transition to my God's Got You moment of the week. Now, for this podcast intro, the God's Got You moment of the week and the goal of the week are pretty much just a high uh, or a life lesson I've learned recently in my life and then a goal I want to accomplish this week. And the reason I'm sharing this is so that you guys could just get to know me better. We could add more of a personal touch to this podcast. And it's also just a way that um, with the goal of the week, it kind of hold me accountable to see if I actually, you know, completed the goal. And the God's Got You moment of the week, specifically I want to share because I think it's really good for Christian communities to share the great ways that God is working in their lives and the life lessons they are learning that God is bringing to them. And so I encourage you guys, if you have a God's Got You moment of the week, please DM it to me, email it to me. All that contact info will be in the show notes because I would love to share your God's Got You moment on the show so that other people could hear how God is working in your life. It's a great way to encourage one another and share some light in each other's day. So with that being said, my God's Got You moment of this week is passing my finance test and now being able to work on projects that I love again. I studied for this test for a full year. I had a lot of ups, I had a lot of downs, but I've learned so much about my career path. I've learned so much about how I want to help my clients and it's just been a really good process. I've not only gained knowledge and understanding of the industry I'm in, but I've also learned a lot about myself, how I handle stress. I've also learned a lot about the different ways I want to improve in my life and the different strengths I want to continue to push forward. Just so many life lessons with this entire journey of this test. And also I get to focus my energy on creative things that I love, such as podcasting, work projects, crafts, spending more time with friends and family, just getting to relax and read more. 
all these things. It's, it's a huge highlight of my week this past week was passing this test and I feel like a whole new woman. So that's my God's got you moment of the week. And I have two goals of the week. They're not super crazy, but they're just things that I want to start working on more and kind of get all in line. So the first goal is to organize my kitchen. I moved into my apartment um, last April, May-ish time. So um, about five months ago, and my kitchen is just not super organized. So I just love to go through all the cabinets, all the drawers, organize them, get rid of some things, figure out what I need. I really need a kitchen strainer. I have not had one for a very long time. So just organize my kitchen. That sounds really nice and relaxing and a good activity to do after work one evening. And then my second goal is just to kind of refresh my personal budget. I love doing that. I love being organized with that. I just want to get get on track, get on track with all my expenses and kind of look at my upcoming savings goal for this next year. So those are my two goals. I will update you guys next week on how those are going. Uh, but now I want to transition to the final aspect of the intro for this podcast and that is the journal prompt of the week. I used to journal for so many years every single day and then I got off the bandwagon for a handful of years and these past couple months I've been starting to journal more and more and I will have a whole other episode kind of on my journaling routine. I have posted one on this podcast. You guys could check it out. It's just a couple episodes back, but I definitely want to do an updated one in a couple months. Uh, However, I really want to share a journal prompt every single week with you guys and we could do it together. So I'll be having the graphic for the journal prompt on my Girl God's Got You Instagram. So if you guys want to check back on what it is, you could totally go there. But the journal prompt of this week is inspired by a podcast I listened to called The Perfectionism Project. And it's by, I think, this Australian woman who has these workshops to help perfectionist business owners. Really cool podcast. But she talks about something that she calls the impossible goal. Like for her clients to write down an impossible goal that they think they won't ever achieve. And then she kind of works with them how to achieve this, what they think is a impossible goal. So as an inspiration for that podcast, I would love for you guys to write down your impossible goal that you would like to achieve, whether it's this week, this month, this year, in the next five years, just write down a goal that you would love so badly to have and to accomplish, but you think it's kind of impossible. And by doing this, my hope is that once you write it down, you could start thinking about different ways you could work toward this goal in small, meaningful tasks so that one day, if it's God's plan for you and he also thinks this is a goal that he wants you to have, that he will also help you accomplish these small tasks that you can reach this impossible goal. So that's the journal prompt of the week. I'm excited to uh, share mine next week. I think that'll be kind of a fun, suspenseful thing. You guys can think, oh, what's Isabel's impossible goal of the week? And then I'll share you guys my impossible goal of the week in next week's episode. So now we're finished with the intro of this podcast episode, and we're going to be diving in to three life lessons I've learned about doing hard things. All right, let's dive in. So the three life lessons I've learned about doing hard things is that first, remind yourself of God's word. Second, what really matters in life is loving other people. And third, the hardest part is starting. Now I'm going to be diving into those three main things I've learned here in a little bit, but 
my kind of base layer for this is a hard thing that I just finished, accomplished, overcame was this big finance test and I'm being kind of vague about it because when I create public content I have to be careful about what I share about my job since I'm in a finance industry and it's a pretty regulated industry but I completed a very hard financial exam and I thankfully passed and this was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. It took so much mental strength, it took so much time, it took so much energy and I've definitely done more hard things in my life, but this is for sure one of the hardest. And I learned so many things about myself and God. And these are three of the main life lessons I learned. And the reason I want to share this with you is an encouragement. Because maybe you're going through something hard right now. Maybe it's a work project, or maybe it's an exam, or maybe you're trying to work towards your college education. Or maybe you're working through a hard thing that's not positive. Maybe it's a hard thing that is really difficult in a negative way maybe you are going through a really difficult relationship or maybe you're grieving the loss of a loved one or maybe you are in between jobs trying to figure out where to go next in your life there are hard things that are positive in in a in a way such as you know me studying for this test it's a positive thing for me to take this test but it's hard and some hard things are very negative but i truly believe that whatever hard thing you may be going through Right now, whether it's good or bad, God will help you so much. And he will not only help you and help you get out of this hard situation, but he will also give you life lessons to hold on to so that next time you go through a hard thing, you can remind yourself, oh, okay, I learned so much from this last hard thing I went through. I will apply these lessons that I learned so that I could be stronger this time around. So that's one of the main reasons I wanted to share these three hard things with you, just as an encouragement that you may be going through it hard now, but you will learn a lot on the other side, and it'll help you be stronger for the next hard thing you're going to have to accomplish and overcome. So let's backtrack a bit. The first life lesson I've learned about doing hard things is to remind yourself of God's word. Now, sometimes we may feel hopeless, like we've hit a dead end, or that a new season we are going through just doesn't have an end in sight. However, God promises to be there for us no matter what. And as I've said so many times in this podcast episode and on this show, that God has an amazing plan for us that sometimes we don't even know about. Looking back, when I was 20 years old, I had no idea that I would be where I am today. It's really crazy how God can change the course of your life, not just in two years, but your entire lifetime. So one thing that I've really learned in this season of my life is that, okay, right now, I may not be feeling good. Right now, I may be feeling a little bit hopeless, even though I shouldn't, but I do. Right now, I feel run down, I don't have energy, and I'm really overwhelmed. But just because you feel this way right now, doesn't mean you're going to feel this way forever. When I look back in my life at all the times where I felt stuck, God always ended up showing up for me and making my life better. And so if I'm going through something, and I know God's shown up for me before, why do I wonder so much if he's going to show up again? Of course he will. And one thing I've learned as I'm doing hard things in my life is if I'm feeling stuck, the best thing I can do is remind myself of God's word. Because that could pull me out of my funk, pull me out of my negative attitude, and push me towards hope in Christ. And on that note, I have a Bible passage that has helped me a lot in the past couple of weeks to 
put give my worries to Christ and focus on the good things. And it really has helped me be more at peace, be more calm, to have the energy to keep going and to accomplish the big hard thing that God wants me to do, such as this test. And so the passage that I want to share is Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 through 8. And it's kind of in my head split up in two ways. So the first I'll share kind of about giving your worries to God. And the second I'll talk about is focusing on the good things. So the first part of the passage that I will refer to is Philippians chapter 4, 6 through 7. And this passage teaches me the truth that when you present your request to God, you will have peace. So this section shares, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus let me tell you when I take this truth to heart when I say hey God I'm really worried about this will you take care of it for me and I really try to focus on it and trust God in it I I end up getting this peace that it's it's hard to explain I don't always get it because sometimes I don't fully trust God when I present my worries to him but when I feel that trust I get so much peace and this is just one truth that I need to remind myself over and over again when I do hard things and I encourage you to remind yourself of too because when we truly present our worries to God and ask him to take care of them, it's like a burden is lifted off of our shoulders. It takes a lot of work and I haven't felt this much peace doing this pretty much my whole life until this moment and it does take a long time to do this. I'm no expert. I worry a lot and I uh, I, I don't always get this peace because I don't always fully give it to God, but when I do give it to God, I feel it and I know that he's there. So I just want to have this practice more often, trust God more and more because the peace is real. And then the second part of this passage, Philippians chapter 4 verse 8, really helps me Focus on the truth that when you think about good things, it will help you stay more focused and more concentrated on the higher vision. So this section shares, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if it is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And Sometimes when I feel stressed or I'm feeling really anxious, I like to tell myself, okay, is it true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, or praiseworthy? If it's not, probably shouldn't be dwelling on it. And this is just kind of a good filter to have in your head thinking, okay, I'm doing a hard thing. I'm feeling kind of overwhelmed and run down. What am I focusing on? Okay, I need to focus on something that aligns with these ideas because it'll actually motivate me to focus on the higher vision and let me tell you the times where I ask myself this question and refocus my thoughts onto something that's noble right pure so on and so forth I then see the higher vision again and can keep going towards my goal so this passage right here I will once again put an Instagram graphic on my girl God's got you Instagram if you want to save it because this section of verses alone helps me so much and help me so much in this season and I'm gonna always refer back to it because it is a wonderful truth from the Bible and just it goes back to that first lesson I've learned that when you remind yourself of God's word it helps you so much as you try to do a hard thing so the second life lesson I've learned when it comes to doing hard things is that what really matters in life is loving other people. And let me just say, when I focus more in the day about helping others and making them feel good, 
it actually helps me not get so caught up in every little mistake I make. It helps me overthink less and actually helps me focus on that higher vision more. When I put my focus on others and less on myself, life is much more peaceful and full of joy. And I think that's really because we were created to live not just for ourselves, but to help other people. And when we're living the way that we're created, we will have this peace and this sense of ease that we can't get when we just focus on ourselves. And I just want to share that focusing on others can, you know, mean that you're directly helping other people. Some of my favorite ways to directly help other people is to write notes, call friends and family, do small acts of kindness like baking, cooking, or cleaning for someone, those acts of service, or maybe asking people how I could pray for them. You could directly help people with your actions and your work words. But I think you could also help other people by working with them indirectly. And what I mean by this is maybe you could work on projects that will help people in other ways. This could be maybe work focusing on a work project because it'll help your company, your customers, your coworkers. Maybe you could work on a craft project to give someone a gift. Maybe you could work on a book or a podcast that will offer content that is life-giving to people. So I think there's ways you could directly help people and ways that you could work on projects that will indirectly help people in the long run down the road. So whatever way that you really want to help people, I just want to say when I focus more on helping people, life is so much better. And when I focus solely on my abilities to pass this test, this finance exam that I just took, I really started nitpicking my own life. Some of this was productive and necessary because there's, of course, areas in our lives where we need to grow. But some of the nitpicking I did in my own life was not healthy. And when I started focusing on passing this test as a project that will help my clients and my future family, I started calming down a bit. I, I took the pressure a little bit off myself, took, took the focus a little bit off myself and more on other people, and it helped so much when I did this hard thing. And now, because of this, I want to focus more and more of my efforts in my job and in my life on helping other people and encouraging them. Because I've realized through this process that when you love other people and focus on others and less on yourself, you're living life the way God created you to live it. And I also have this Bible verse from Matthew 5:16, and it says, In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. You see, using your works to help other people can actually help them find God's peace and direction. What you do can directly impact someone's relationship with God. So it's important to focus on helping other people because that it could actually spread God's light to other people. So now I want to talk about the third life lesson I've learned about doing hard things. And that's the hardest part of the hard thing is starting it. Now this third point is more talking about doing a hard thing that's positive, such as a work project, taking a hard test, finishing your college degree. Of course, when it comes to a hard thing that has to do with something negative, you of course don't want to start that because it's something negative and you don't want in your life. But this third point is specifically about starting something you know is hard, but it will be positive in the end. So this idea, I think, reigns true for so many things, whether it's working out, eating healthy, studying, building a network, creating a podcast, cleaning your room, being closer with your family, reading, going to church. Pretty much any good thing that requires effort is hard to start, but when you do, it actually becomes easier and it definitely pays off. 
and like I said, once you start, it does get easier and easier. For me, when there's something I know I should do that will directly help my life or other people's lives, sometimes I just don't want to do it because it requires time and effort and I don't want to put in the time and effort, but I, I end up most likely doing it down the road. I should start it sooner, but I end up doing it because I know it'll help me. So for example, with studying, the task felt very daunting and I knew I had to study a couple hours each day and look at the stack of six textbooks and I just felt so overwhelming. The task was so daunting to me that sometimes I pushed it off. A lot of times I pushed it off. However, once I started studying for a couple hours a day, four or five days in a row, it started to feel like my routine. And I started winning in the day, winning that task, completing that task of studying, and it felt good. This gave me momentum to keep going. And it also gave me a starting ground. Each day pushed me further and further toward my goal and I could turn around and see how much I completed and I had a lot less fear. When you start something new, you have nowhere to look back on. Kind of like when you run a race, a 5K, a half marathon, whatever your race you're going to run. When you're at the starting line and look behind you, you don't see any accomplishment because you're just starting out. And that could be scary and overwhelming. And then you think, oh, should I run? I don't know. But then once you start running and you hit one mile, you could look behind yourself and see the distance that you just completed. And this could help you see that you took a step outside your comfort zone and you know what? You were successful. And once you see that you were able to do something, it kind of takes some of the pressure off and you think, wow, I already ran one mile. I could definitely run another. Then you hit mile two and you think, wow, I, I just ran two miles. I'll do two more. Same thing for me with studying, with this hard thing. I already finished one module. I could finish another. And so the life lesson I learned with this hard thing is that starting is the hardest part when you do hard things. But once you pass that first threshold, the other thresholds are so much easier. So those are the three main life lessons I have learned about doing hard things. I hope this was something encouraging to listen to, something that filled your ears with positive ideas, uplifting things, and I look forward to just sharing more throughout the next several months, posting every Tuesday. If you guys do have podcast episode suggestions or maybe different people you may want me to interview I don't know how easy it would be for me to you know interview super famous people but it wouldn't hurt to ask but I'd love to have people on for interviews I'd love to hear your podcast suggestions so let me know you could dm me at girl.godsgotyouinstagram linked in the show notes below or you could just directly email me at mygirlgodsgotyou at gmail.com I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear how you like the show, what suggestions you want for it. And I'm really just happy to be back working on this podcast again. I hope it helps you and encourages you. And I cannot wait to talk to you girls next week. And never forget that girl, God's got you.